Welcome to Room for Rent, episode, I don't even know, 22. I do this every time now because I don't keep track. It's 22 or 23. We took a small hiatus, but I'm here today with comedian, director, and podcast host, Josh Edelman. Josh, yay. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. We talked uh, last week when I booked you, and you said you had some some roommate stories, but I didn't. I don't know what any of them are. Usually, okay. People, do you, you like like your prefaced before normally? People like tell you they give you like you know. Sometimes I like to come in cold because I like to have a real reaction yeah. to what mm. everything is is you're saying and what's happening and like react in real time because I think it makes it better. But you didn't say anything. You're just like, yeah, I got some. Oh yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like. Okay. And, and sometimes, like, I trust you. Like, I, we I don't do know feel each like other this, that I feel well, like but slight, I do trust you. slight concern of, like, them watching this, but I don't give a shit. Um, oh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, here's the yeah. thing. You did these things. Very you, did, small. you did these things, whoever, whichever yeah. camera I'm But the other at. thing is, um, if, if they are mad about it, then it gives you space to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and then yeah. you can maybe resolve the issues as an adult mm-hmm. because of a podcast. What, can, I, can I ask you, and I'm sure you already just mm-hmm. talked about it on this, like what inspired, did you have oh. your own? Is, has there been a Maria Bruguer? Is it Bruguer or Bruguera? It's Bruguer. Bruguer. Maria Bruguer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> OG roommate situation that inspired the so show. So I had a, I, I have Did you do a solo show? Uh, I have not done a solo show. I should probably do one, or I should have somebody like you who's an actual podcast host <laughs> come on and like do it vice versa. But I, I've talked about it a little bit, but I I have had a lot of roommates. Mm-hmm. So I've had I've lived in LA off and on for ten years. Almost and- impossible. I always <laughs> here's one thing I always say about Los Angeles. Unless you're like filthy rich, yes. you're sacrificing something. 100%. There's no there's no living situation in Los Angeles where you're not sacrificing something to be 100%. Where you are. And I won't sacrifice air conditioning anymore, therefore I will have a roommate. Uh, like what- my house is, I feel like my house right now is perfect yes. if it had central air. Oh. I have the air conditioning units, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. It's not, it's so noisy. It's like, noisy. So, it's so noisy to have AC But I don't, I don't even units. care about the noise. I can like, I can zone out the noise. Oh, I good. just want it cool. I just want it like temperature control. What's your ideal temperature? I'm a, I'm a high 60s guy. Like, wow. like, like, both wow. outside and inside. You should live inside. with my roommate right now. I like, I like high 60s. I like it a little chilly. When That's... I was in Edinburgh during the summer, it was like, the one, one of the things I noticed was like, the weather here right now is fucking perfect. It is. It was 100%. like 68 every day. 100%. And I was like, this is all I want. Yeah, this is like the way LA used to be when people were making agencies called 72 and sunny because that was perfect yeah, LA now weather. It's, it's literally 81 <laughs> goddamn degrees outside yeah, right it's 81 now. 81 and smoggy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 81 yeah. and polluted. Yeah, no, you should live with my roommate right now because she likes to have it at like 68, 69. And for me... That's just cold enough to wake me up out of my sleep. Oh, oh, you like, get you, she'll you get, turn it down like you in get the cold. morning. See, I love, I love it like, like super cold when I'm sleeping. I like cold. I don't like so cold that it wakes me up because I think we're in the ice age now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I, so, do you have a weighted blanket? Uh, I have had a weighted blanket in my life, and it literally makes me body sore. Have you ever? Uh, I dated a girl with a weighted blanket. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. It's not. I'm not, I don't I'm think not it's weighted, healthy. I'm not weighted blanket rich. I don't. I don't think it's healthy. No, I got one at Target for like it was like on sale or something. But no, I sleep with a sheet. A blanket that's actually an electric blanket, so in the winter I will turn it on, and that's the best way I to see get these into new bed. beds that like athletes are promoting that have like temperature control yeah. in the bed. Uh, another thing, I can't even afford a weighted blanket, let alone this temperature controlled. <laughs> no, I have an electric. <laughs> let alone, let alone the electricity costs for this temperature controlled <laughs> bed. But man, do I want one of those? That's like no, a rich the, person. Oh fantasy yeah, the ones that like get thing. cooler and warmer. Yeah, but I just have the electric blanket, which I think is a fire hazard, which is fine. And then I have a quilt because I'm a quilt. I'm not a comfortable. Does the electric person. blanket cool? Is that no. like a, it's a, it's a no, heating? No, no, no. It just it's just for heat. So gotcha. I only use it in the winter. But it's a night. It's like a it's a nice blanket. And then I have a quilt. And then I have like a Costco fleece blanket on top because I have a dog that mm-hmm. sleeps with me. And so 
I put it on that, so it's like easy. And your to relationship wash. with your roommate minus the liking at sixty-nine degrees in the house is good otherwise. Mostly good. She cooks a lot of salmon, Ugh. and I'm not a salmon Ugh, person, so sometimes bad. I come home and like I don't know if she's ever watching this. Like it, I, the, 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 I don't hate her or anything. She's a great person, but the salmon thing kills me because I'm just, I've never liked salmon, and so that's like the one smell where I'm like, oh. It's I feel, and it's 68 degrees, so I feel like I'm literally in a river with fish. I do feel like I've ultimately <laughs> figured out how to best get along with your roommates. Because I have two oh. right now. I live with Naz Janice and Reed Brackenberry. You Really? Yeah. You um, live with like the most chill person and the most insane person. What, here's like, what's funny. Here's what's in funny. terms of what I know from as an outsider. Here's, what, here's what's what funny. I'm assume. wondering who you consider which. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I would consider Reed to be chill, chill, and Naz to be less chill. But that's because of what I've seen of they're both comedians, mm-hmm. and that's what I've seen of them on so, stage. On stage. So here's the funny thing about Naz. Uh, I joke that with that's Naz, crazy. I didn't gain a roommate. I just lost a room because Naz pretty much stays in his room wow. when he's not out of the house. Huh. So it's like every once in a while I see him like lurking to the bathroom like mm-hmm. late at night. That's my roommate. And uh, yeah. Naz is Naz, Naz is actually very chill as as huh. a roommate. Uh but but um I actually <laughs> quit my high paying job and then decided I needed to take on another roommate because mm. I was basically renting a room to read and paying for the rest of this house. Wow. Um and do you regret that decision or are you no. happy with it? So You're happy. happy with it. Oh I've, good. Again like, like I'm, I question if I brought new girls over to my house, if I would even tell them about Naz. That's how little he comes out of the room. Yeah. I'd just be like, don't go in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I feel about my roommate now because she goes to work and she comes home and she's like in her room and she has a TV in there. So she's If good. Reed left, I'd basically feel like I lived alone. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's the um, perfect roommate. But uh, so then with Reed, because like Naz doesn't cook, Naz like doesn't use anything. It's it's <laughs> kind of amazing. But with Reed, Reed will like. So what you're saying is he has depression. <laughs> Naz, yeah. I mean, that's, no more. That's than, what I always think. More than he's just, just so much just hung time. over up until he goes to work. Yeah, well, that's so maybe an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Alcoholism. Yeah. Um, but Reed, uh, Reed. And I have like slightly different lifestyles, which could clash. Mm. But my attitude, which I've adopted through, li- I've had so many roommates, uh, and my basic attitude right now is just don't complain about anything. If something bothers you, do yeah. it. If you don't, if they don't do their dishes and you want their dishes done, just do them. Yes, just do them. It's easier to do their dishes than to fight with them to do their dishes. A hundred percent. And I think as you get older, you're an older person with roommates. As awful as that sounds. That is the easier thing because my roommate right now is quite a bit younger than me and there are certain things that I can just tell she hasn't learned yet because she's not, she hasn't lived with enough people, she's not old enough, there's just things she doesn't care about yet and like by the time she's in her mid-30s, she will probably care about them more or she'll become sloppier and more disgusting. I just want to (laughs) say I'm not. Com- Reed does generally do his dishes, but if he like didn't and I want him done, yeah. So what are I'll the things- just do them instead of like getting upset. Whereas in the past, you know, I've lived with people who want everyone to live up to their standard. Yes. And what I find is it's like just have your standard and make the house your standard. But I want to know what's different between you and Reed, where you guys kind of. He's a little younger than me, like so. I just redid like the whole house. I was on the show Laugh Cry DIY with oh. uh, Katie French, really great YouTube wow. show. It's okay, basically cool. like a house remodeling thing. Like remodeling or redes des- like interior design. Interior design. Okay, interior so you're not design. like knocking. No, down no, walls. no, 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 no. But it was intense. Like, like if you watch the show, the makeover was intense. Wow. And I'd be like, "Isn't this great?" Reed, he's like, "I don't really care about design," and I'm just kind of like. Like, if you saw the before and after of what my house is, to be like, ah, I don't really care about design. It's like, it like kind of made my blood boil when he said that. I'm like, I'd like, like, go, yeah, you go bring a girl back to like the cat piss couches, uh, the fucking nightmare world yeah. that was our house before I did this. And it's just like. So is he like a, just a real like man in that sense where like you go in his room and the like, walls are bare? <laughs> And like the the bed barely has no, like has a fitted his, sheet on it. He has his it. style. He okay. has his style. Okay. It's kind of like 
it's kind of like a Nickelodeon style. I'd call if you go into he's got a big. So is he a, a pedophile? Maybe, like, I'm, what just is saying, it? maybe I'm just saying that because he got a big orange couch in there. Oh, in, his room. in his room. In his room, an orange futon. Do it you used think to be his, his bed when he lived in a like smaller bed. Is like fucking on an orange couch, and that's why he has it. Because um, I don't know. I think yeah, I now think, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear <laughs> things. You're gonna be like, she was right. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, just just slightly different. But but. Get, Reed moved in during the pandemic. We mm. both got dumped with like in Aww. a week of each other. And uh, man, bromance. Yeah, love Reed, lifesaver. It was like, very funny. It was very. I was like very lonely feeling during Aww. the pandemic, just like being in my house and uh, great having like a friend. Yeah, for sure. Being alone in the pandemic that would probably be the one time where everyone's like, "Yeah, I wish I had a roommate." Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was nice. I mean, depends again. Wish or wish you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how yeah. you're getting along. With I them. stayed with my mom a lot during the pandemic. So we got along really well. But like, that's the idea. I think staying with family during the pandemic, if you could do it by choice and not by force, was the best scenario. Because you're sort of used to being stuck with them mm-hmm. from being a kid. But, uh, but as far as, but getting into like the bad situation, I've had some real horror yeah. stories. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you're in a good situation now and yes. you live with comedians yes. and like, and I get along with that them. That can be a nightmare, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the comedians can be... I've never lived with a comedian, but just what I know based on general hygiene of comedians, I was it would worried be about Reed. I also have my own bathroom. Oh, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't... I'm not sharing bathrooms with well, people Well, Reed and Naz have to share a bathroom in my place, but I made sure to have my own. Like, that was the big... That's, like, really... Are you, are you in a house or an apartment? House, house. Oh, that's nice. So, again, everything's great. I'm in this great house in this horrible neighborhood where I, like... When I was in Edinburgh, I would walk two mi- three miles home at, like, two in the morning through empty parks and things wow. felt totally safe. When I got back to L.A., like, my <laughs> first night back, I wanted to go grab something at the gas station around the corner. I walked out, looked at someone, like, lurking down the sidewalk, and I was like, nah... <laughs> wouldn't really? walk wouldn't walk 200 feet wouldn't walk 200 feet what are you living after. in south central no, i live in hollywood but it's hell oh. i got mugged my car's been stolen i've been assaulted all in hollywood I've had my car broken in you've been assaulted in hollywood oh yeah what happened uh i was well, this was during the pandemic i was walking home from a hike down hollywood boulevard mm-hmm. texting someone and just a crazy person just ran up and decked me in the face oh my god uh, was it a homeless person I or do you know? Homeless looking. <laughs> Out of his mind. Homeless no presenting. What. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was like trying to like punch me so that I dropped my phone and he could yeah. steal it or what. Or if he just thought but, maybe uh, you're somebody else or uh, something. I do a joke, but it's a true story. This is how like fucked in the head I was mm-hmm. by the pandemic and neurotic and like rule following. When the guy punched me, like like my my just instinctual reaction was, hey, six feet asshole. <laughs> That's what I said, like instinctually That's to funny. him. Did you have a mask on and everything, or were you? Yeah, just like, yeah, I was like crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. That's funny. I was, uh, I was very, I was very determined to get to the vaccine without. Oh yeah, uh, weren't we all? Sick. I mean, not everyone. I know, but I, like, I feel like rational. People well, I always are. say it's funny. Um, I got accused at the beginning of the pandemic of calling the cops on open micers that were doing someone like accused me of this and i'm like well there was a comic that was doing that yeah well here's here's (laughs) what i said is i was like anyone who knows me knows i'd never do anything to get in the way of other comics killing themselves i wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) jesus (laughs) that's yeah that's true um i was like uh you're just cynical enough. Like You're thin, like, let them thin, die. Thin out the herd, yeah. baby. Oh my god. <laughs> Survival the fittest. Okay, so and then none of them died. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's... real disappointing. <laughs> well, give it time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suicide is inevitable yeah, for some of these people. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't say that, but it's true. Uh, so okay, so let's get into your bad roommate situations. Are you starting from? Like college? Are you just doing L.A.? Because where are you from originally? Well, I can tell you, this is what I think is the best story of like just a moment where I realized what a terrible situation I was in. Mm, okay. uh, it was when I first moved into the current house I'm living in. Okay. I moved in with two friends of mine and like one of their sisters. Um, and 
I was very close with one of the friends, didn't know the other one that well. And when we first moved in, like everyone moves in, we put all our stuff in our room, and outside of the friend who I didn't know that well, he had a bunch of boxes just sitting outside his door, mm -hmm. like in the common area. And I was like, hey, dude, uh, <laughs> just signed a lease with these people. Hey, dude, can you like put those boxes down in the storage unit we have connected to our house? And he's like, no, I don't want to put them there. It's dirty in there. And I was like, oh, okay, well, can you put them in your room then? He's like, no, I don't really have space for them in there. And I'm just like, it's just like, so you want to just leave them in the middle of the hallway? I was like, it's just this moment where you realize I'm in a year-long lease with this person. And it was like, fuck. How <laughs> long had you known these people before so you moved So he in was with better friends with my other friend who I had lived with. So the other friend was this girl who I lived with for four years prior to that and then three okay. years after that. So it was guy, girl... One Me, person's sister. Girl's sister. Okay, so, so two, two girls, girls, two girls. Two guys, got it. Um, uh, me and the girl, we lived together for a total of seven years. Wow, and, and just friends. Just friends, but Crazy. it got to a point where I would describe our relationship as like a loveless marriage. It mm, just... Like codependent, maybe? I don't know. It just like, like there's nothing bad, but we don't talk anymore. Um, but we were very good friends. Uh, just kind of, just kind of happens. Are you still friends? Not really. So the same as it was before. <laughs> what do you mean? We are like a loveless marriage. It's like, are you still friends? Well, not really. Well, that's a loveless marriage. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of like lived together for so long that it just, it just kind of oh. like, it, I, I don't know. It just like, I don't know how to describe it other than when you live with someone for that long, it feels like a relationship. Yes. On a certain level. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think if you were fucking, you're like in like a legal, <laughs> what do they call it? Um, something marriage? A, uh, I don't know. There's like a law. Marriage. Like, no, no. You, oh, you don't oh get like common law common marriage law or something? Common law marriage or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like a domestic partnership. Exactly, or, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we had like a fight when she moved out, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> We're fine. We've seen each other. Yeah. Um, Is she a comic as well? Uh, not stand-up. Mm, so like improv or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So the guy left his boxes in the hallway. That was just kind of like the start. Did that he was... ever move them the whole year you lived together? We had to like, I had to like, I, so she hated him, like, like very quickly. I think, like, like so once that happened, in my head, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to deal with this. And in her head, she's like, I hate him. But and she's the one that knew him better than Originally, you did. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we kind of needed another person to afford the house at the time. Yeah. And he seemed like a good choice, and then it just... But did she not realize that he would be a bad roommate? I feel like you can tell, you know, like you go through like, this is how I want to live. This is how you want to no, live. But here's you the thing. That, here's the thing, here's what I think is crazy. Here's what I think is crazy. There have been so many times where like, like I thought me and Reed would not get along as mm -hmm. roommates when he moved in. Mm -hmm. uh, and we really did. Um, but I thought we wouldn't. And then there are plenty of times I'm constantly wrong. What I find is people will <laughs> present people will present differently. It's like it's yes. like dating when you're meeting somebody who yeah. it's like it's like here's the person I'm gonna pretend to be for you yeah. until like enough time goes by that I can let out the monster I really am. <laughs> At least you can admit to being wrong though. That's, That's the thing. Better I feel like when somebody people. When you see someone and you like think to them, think about them like as having flaws right away, that's probably because they're presenting their authentic self. Mm -hmm. If someone comes in and they seem good, there's probably something that they're not telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you have to start <laughs> going like, I don't want this. Or like you've just you had like at some point you have to show the negatives. Like I don't want to live with somebody who does drugs, or I don't want to live with somebody who's dirty. And if they just keep going, yeah, 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 I'm all these things, and you go, well, how clean are you? Like how what what like you have to start giving them scenarios and stuff. So clearly but you didn't do that with this guy. I, well, no, what I ended up doing was <laughs> I like came up with that he could put his boxes above these things in our kitchen, which like he mm. agreed to. But I'm just like, and then the next thing that happened is he went away for like 
close to a month, which was great. Everything oh, wow. was great in the house. And when he was coming back, we were throwing a um, Fourth of July party at the house, and it was kind of like everyone agreed we'll like split the cost for it. He was in on doing it, and uh, so. While he was gone, we kind of, like, got the decorations and, like, the alcohol and everything for it. And when he got back, he was like, oh, I don't really like the day. De- he just started, like, complaining about everything. He took no part in. <laughs> but what difference does it make? It's just a party. It's gonna yeah, happen, I know. It's gonna but it was, it's like, I'm just like, it was just kind of, like, very quickly, like, oh, God, this is going to be <laughs> terrible. So eventually, I, like, fortunately, he wasn't on the lease. Oh, so he um, just paid you guys? Yeah, which actually, like, in a kind of way, was sort of like, we knew that when we went to meet the landlord that we had a feeling that she wouldn't like him. Mm. So me and the other person went without him, just us, because we knew. Here's what, what I don't understand. How Is we it, knew that, but like. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, the landlord's not going to like him, but but we think he's going to be okay. Well, that's a, a, that should That's your he, own okay, personal can I, can red I, can flag. I, but can I, can I. So, for example, Naz. Yes. Great roommate. Naz, yes. Naz so far, one of the best roommates I've <laughs> ever had. I would not bring Naz to meet the landlord. Yeah, but Nas has a certain <laughs> level of charisma where he could win somebody over. But I don't want to try. I don't want to try and have Nas win over this ninety-year-old woman who owns the house. And that's probably <laughs> the one thing I would she trust Nas to do. His long hair and his heavy metal, and just like looks at him and goes, "No, nah, I don't want to rent to these people." I don't know. She was very finicky. I'm telling you, like I would. I'm just t- saying this. I'm saying I wouldn't have brought Nas either. Interesting. Okay. So, I still think it's a red flag, but go on. It's a red, it's a red flag against Naz, but I'm saying no different. No, not against in that, Naz, against in that the other guy. This guy I thought was really cool. I really got along with as a friend. The way he presented himself was not like, in my opinion, presentable to this particular very finicky old woman mm-hmm. landlord that I knew because I knew the people that lived there before. What her. did he do for work, this guy? I don't remember. I don't. Or was that insignificant? It wasn't that insignificant. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I think he was like an assistant what, to some. What was in writer. those boxes? Like I don't know. He never touched them. Dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Why couldn't you put them in the basement <laughs> where everyone else put all of their? He stuff? didn't want anything to happen to whatever was in there. Was That's, it, that seems? It seemed like a. It seemed like some sort of power move. Honestly, just just <laughs> like the move when he came back and was like, I don't like the decorations. Yeah, I could get it. Like just we, somebody who's unaware of. Just their general actions, but like it's like we, yeah. Like, but sometimes a power move is accidental unawareness. Well, okay, like, but fine, fine. So here, so cut to, I like my roommate is like, I'm gonna the girl I'm living with. Is like I'm gonna move out if we don't get rid of him. It's like you don't have to get rid of him, but I'm and I'm just kind of like, no, I'd way rather live with you than him. And I'm like, here's the deal, you know, we kind of like did this backhanded lease thing. Let's just let him stay for the year. Mm-hmm. And we'll like give him the full year and tell him he has to move out. And I was like, we'll tell him three months before and maybe he'll just leave. Because if you told me, if you kicked me out of a house, if you mm-hmm. made me feel like I wasn't wanted there, I would be out as fast as fucking possible. Yeah, because you would feel uncomfortable. I'd feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be there. We told him, when I told him he had three months, he didn't finish moving out till midnight of the last day. He made sure to like suck up every moment. Was and he like, mad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Nobody's ever taken taken the you need to leave well. Yeah, but sometimes people will be like, yeah, okay, it's for the better. Like after it kind of settles yeah, in. I'd you be get I'd be mad if I was it. kicked out and then I'd leave. Mm. <laughs> I'd hate them and you know plot my revenge, but uh, <laughs> but I'd get out of there. It's yeah. crazy to just to like to to just soak in, and he just let every. It's it was like it was like his revenge. Yeah, his like last three months. What else? Just the house turned into an utter disaster. So the last three months of a year lease. Uh, one other thing that I just like can never forget is. Um, he was the only. I eat eggs now, but I didn't eat eggs I then. I hate eggs. And he, I hate them. He was the only person in the house that ate eggs, mm. and there was like this just rotting cast iron skillet in the sink, 
covered in eggs. And I was like, hey, man, can you get that? He's like, that's not mine. What? Yeah. He'd just be like, that's not mine. That's the other smell I don't like. My roommate does make eggs. But I'm just like. It's so gross. I'm, I'm, I'm like. You know you're the only person in this house that cooks eggs. Did you ever say, like, hey, I know you're full of shit. Like, clean the pan. Yeah, I, but it's just like. I would. I would, I, would get, I would get to a point where I'd be like, look, dude, we all no, know what decide, you're doing here. I, we're I, not. I made the, like, my other roommate locked herself in her room. Wouldn't even come out of her room for basically a year while he was there. The one you were in a loveless marriage with. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I was just like, I'm just going to deal with this and I'm going to kick him out. And then when I kick him out, that'll be that, and he'll be gone, and I just have to suffer this until then. I'll just cook, clean the pan, and I'll be so rid of him. So you were constantly cleaning this guy's cast iron pan because you didn't want to just be like, hey, I know you're lying. Oh, I'd usually, I mean, the house turned into such a disaster that I just kind of let everything be a disaster mm. for a long period of time. <laughs> just like knowing, just knowing eventually it would be over. Yeah, I've lived I lived in places like that where like the common areas just become such a war zone that you're just like, forget it. I'm just going to like exist in my room. I I won't do that anymore. No, now I won't. But also I'm not living with like a sociopath anymore that you know of, (laughs) that I know of, that I know of. Yeah. Everyone gets along real well. So does everybody where you live now keep the common areas pretty clean? I just do. I mean, yeah, they don't. Do you guys cook? You know, you know what it is? I just pretty much clean it every day um you now, do you personally not like i don't like vacuum and and like wipe things down every day but if there's shit out i just put it away um so i so it never gets to that point yeah but if you didn't do it it would be it would probably messy. add up and then there'd be a day where we'd like clean it but i just i just like having it clean now so i just oh yeah i do, do it every day but that's what i don't understand is people who like, it never gets out of hand enough. They'll that wash it's like, their dishes, mm-hmm. but they won't clean anything else in the kitchen. That's kind of what I'm dealing yeah, with. Yeah, I now. like wipe down the counter. Yeah, um, always wipe down the counter, especially if you have a counter where people might like eat lunch there or like work from that space. Like it's not just where the sink is, or it's I don't get it. Like just clean up after yourself. We're adults, but it makes me happy if the house is clean, so I just try to keep. Yeah, it clean. I'm the same way. Um, but uh, so that was. That was him. Um, I had another situation where I had to kick somebody out before once. or after the this one is you before. just told. Oh wow! And this was a bad situation. All also the way in around. L.A. Also in L.A. So I've lived in two places in L.A. This was the first place I lived in L.A. Okay. The house is so we're going backwards. Now. We're going backwards. <laughs> so I went in 2014. I went to Europe for like three months. And while I was gone, I had a friend who I subleased my room to who, like, came to L.A. to, like, take the bar exam and Mm. stuff. And it was supposed to be that, like, when I got back, he was going to have a new place to live and he was going to move out and I was going to get my room back. Um, And uh, so so I actually want to get your opinion on this because I ended up having a problem with two people in this house. Oh. So it was originally supposed to be just three people in the house. Um, and then... Uh, and you had leased your room out to the guy taking the bar. Yes. Got it. Yes. So he uh, was coming into a situation with two people. Two other people. Living there. Uh, okay. And then I had I was like friends with one person who had been living there the longest with me. And then another person who moved in was a person who presented very well mm. when I met him. We actually became fast friends. He actually came out to Europe for two weeks to hang out with me. But then when I got back from Europe... Me and him just, like, he, like, a switch flipped. Like, to the point where I was, like, afraid of him. Like, oh. like I, like, felt like he was scary. Like, I would lock my door But at you night. knew him before. I didn't know this guy before. So this is not the lawyer guy. This no, is... but you but he were living with him before you went to yes, Europe. Yes, 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 yes. Then yes. you went to Europe. Then he met you there. You had a good time we in Europe. We had a great time. Did you do drugs? No. Because sometimes... That yeah, yeah. Fucks with people. No, actually, and then here's, you came back and here's he was what different. happened that turned him on me, and I want to get your okay. uh, philosophical perspective on this. <laughs> okay, we'll see about that. <laughs> so I had been living in the house for years before he came. Okay, the rent had been like raised on us. Somebody moved out. I put an ad out for his room at this is what I'm charging mm-hmm. for somebody to move in to this room. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I was gone after he had gotten back, but I was still gone, he found out that I was paying less, not significantly less, but less for my room than his room, okay. despite mine being a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. And that's like, he's like, that's not fair. I should be paying, you know, I shouldn't be paying more for this room. And I'm like, yeah, but I put out an ad for someone to pay this amount of rent for mm. this room that I had. It wasn't like we all moved in together and I pulled some fast and loose trick. Yeah. Should I be allowed to do that? Uh, did he have any, did he get any other amenities with that cost? You know, like sometimes you might take the smaller room, but you get the parking space or you get your own bathroom or were there any uh, other... Well, I mean, I the, all the furniture around the house was mine. Even in his room? No, not okay. his room, but like so his you know, room the common was also area, furniture. the TV, everything. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to like bring anything <sighs> in. That's tough. Because I would say if you listed it and he didn't, when he like, when you guys interviewed to move in, he didn't ask you like, is it split 50-50 or whatever. Like I think most people would assume that if it's, th that it's being split three ways equal or two ways equal because I that's generally what happens unless otherwise stated. So my guess is that's what he assumed. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and then he found out you were trying, I mean, how much, what was the difference? Like $50? 50 to a hundred something. I mean, a hundred's not nothing. Cause that'd be $1,200 over the course well, here's, of a year. Here's, here's my point. I've definitely 100%. I lived in New York for, uh, eight years and mm. moved 12 times in those eight years Jesus, because New York's not rent controlled. So you can be living somewhere and they're like, okay, your rent's now a thousand dollars more a month. Jesus. So you have to move every time your lease is up. Um, wow. yeah, it's fucked up, that, but, yeah, uh, yeah. but I have 110% been the person paying like way more than my roommates for like a room that I moved. But did into. you know that? Or it did was you never just said, assume. but I just, mm. I just, Assume, I don't know, when you see an ad that says, hey, this room for this price, you go, okay, that looks good, and I can afford it. That's how I, that's yeah. how I view it. I mean, Everyone else's business is not your business, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I would say if he agreed to it when he moved in and he didn't ask questions, then he's stuck with that price. Like, I don't think he can renegotiate after that point. Yeah, that was the deal. That was with that room. I think that's, what I, that's he, what I needed someone to take that room for. Yeah, I think if he questions it and goes, hey, how come you're paying less? Then you can justify. You can say, well, it's my furniture. It's my TV. It's my kitchen stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, whatever you want to do. That's what I, that's what I yeah. needed to charge for yeah, that. Whatever. It wasn't, like, so dramatic per month. No, but I'm just saying if you felt the need to justify it, I think you could. Like, I split my roommate and I, we split our rent 50-50, but all of the... Did you guys move in together? No, I've lived there for five years, okay. and I've had... She's my fourth roommate. Okay. So, and I've had great roommates in that space. I actually am... I'm split evenly with Naz and Reed. Yeah, so we're split evenly, but, like, everything in the living room is mine. The couch, the rug, the TV, like, all the streaming channels or whatever on Same. the tv like anything you would use in there is all mine she brought her own plates she has a couple pans and a couple other like random things and then obviously her food but everything else is mine like i have a whole set of pots and pans i have a whole set of plates like if somebody didn't have plates they could use they wouldn't have to buy plates or like they wouldn't have to buy cups so when people move in i'm like hey i have space for you to have stuff but don't you don't need to buy stuff or you don't need to bring duplicates or whatever but I don't then charge them more rent. I mean, I suppose I could because they're also getting Do you their deal, own bathroom Are you bathroom the only person that really deals with the landlord and, like, any problems at the No, we're house? both on the lease. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, would like say, like, me, if a light bulb goes out, we have it's – in, it's in, like, a – it's in a development, and so we have, like, a maintenance person that comes in. So, like, if a light goes out or the dishwasher stops working or whatever, I always put in the request. They have full access to do that. But well, they never do same it. Same thing, exactly. When I was in that house, I was like, everyone was on the lease, but I was like the house. Anything went wrong, mm. it was like me that had to deal with it. Mm. I got the whole carpet redone and everything. Wow. I felt like, I felt again, I just felt like I'm in charge of this place. I've been yeah. here the longest. Yeah. I've set it up. This is what I need someone to take that room for so I don't have to move. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you have to do whatever works for you. I don't think I could charge. But the, the level of like hatred that became directed at me 
afterwards. Yeah. Like the so, did switch. he find that out after he got back from Europe yes, with you? Yeah, yeah. Because there was oh. like, because uh, the land leasing agency, like <laughs> my other roommate, missed paying the rent. And they sent a thing to everyone being like, we didn't get this. And he saw what all mm. the rents were, which was, again, I wasn't even trying to hide. I just didn't think anything. Right. But then it, it, he sort of saw something that he would have been like, what you don't know, it doesn't hurt you kind of thing. Like it, it's more of that yeah. than anything else. Um, <clears throat> but decided I was the yeah. devil. Uh, no, like, I mean, I don't think it makes with you like, like tell friends of mine behind my back that would be at the house. Like, you shouldn't be friends with Josh. He's a bad person. Uh, <laughs> things like that. I had a that. roommate that did that in college. Um, yeah, she would do it. I would go hang out with these other two guys that didn't really like her that much, but she wanted to be liked by everybody, but she was just not very likable. And so she'd go to them and tell them that I was talking about them behind their back. And so they'd come to me and they'd be like, uh, you know, your roommate said da 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 da. And I was like, she's just is mad that she's not being included in the plans. So it, I get it. But then were you going around doing damage control of like, hey, I'm not a bad guy. This is No, why he's my upset. friends were like, hey, you know that he's saying these things about you to me? And I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me. Yeah, yeah. he's a psychopath. Did you ever <laughs> confront him? No, I just moved out as quick as I could. So like, you seem like a very non-confrontational person. Like if things happen, especially in a living space, you're like, you know, I, what? let I, me just not say anything. I assess the value of the confrontation. Mm. I will confront if I feel like that. So, I mean, again, I kicked out two people. That's confrontational. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It um, is. I've, I've, so, so the person I kicked out, uh, and also part of the... He subleased for me to take the bar. I mm -hmm. get back from Europe. He hasn't found a new place. He's like, hey, can I just crash here for a little bit longer while I look for a place? I'm like, sure. You know, he's a family friend. Uh, no problem. Mm -hmm. Starts, like, sleeping on the couch downstairs. Another month goes by. And I'm like, hey, so, you know, if you're going to basically live here, you should start paying a little bit of rent mm -hmm. uh, for Which is fair. living in the common area. Yeah. I think I charged him, like, $250 to $300. Fair, um, fair. And I split that, like, that reduced everyone's rent. It wasn't like sure. I took the 300 Sure. Because that I could understand being... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I just, no, no, no. Everyone, yeah. like, you know, split mm -hmm. evenly. Um, and he, like, got an air mattress and was, like, sleeping on the floor in there. And he would drive for Lyft all night long. So wow. every day... When I would come home, when I would come downstairs to make breakfast, he'd just be sprawled out on the floor in the living in room. In his room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I'd like, sorry, he's like, hey, can you keep it down? I'm trying. And I'm, hey, wow. Just like, <laughs> it would like crazy. get under my skin just to see him passed out on the floor every day when I'd come downstairs. It's like my living room is gone. Um, oh, for sure. But the, so did he take the bar? And then decide to Failed stay in it L.A.? multiple times. Oh. Kept, kept studying for it, but was also... So that's why he was staying in was L.A. But was also smoking copious blunts in, like, like nonstop smoking blunts. And I was, like, writing... This is, like, my, like, peak trying to write screenplays period. Mm. So I would leave the house every day to go to a coffee shop to write because, like, I don't want to be in my house. Right. Um, and you, uh, you were in his room. Because I was in his room. <laughs> and he he accused me of being the reason he was failing the bar, that, like, I was distracting him. Oh, I'm wow. like, you're literally nonstop high every day. Well, high and then driving Lyft in driving the middle of the night. Driving Lyft like, all not night. Not getting good rest. Like, like. How many times did he fail the bar? three and then pass on the fourth and then how so, long was did he stay with you he didn't pass it until after he left the house <laughs> but so he You're like hey it's a bad omen for you to be here <laughs> so he was there for 10 months wow and when it got to month 10 again my like year rule i was i, was, I couldn't do it anymore mm -hmm. plus him and the guy that like hated me had become real like friendly mm. and like that was like they were both rubbing me the wrong way. The misery loves company. Uh, and I just finally was like, well, here's what ends up being. A, there's a very funny ending to this whole thing, <laughs> which is, well, I go to him and I go, hey, man, you know, you've been in the living room 
for 10 months. Uh, I think two months is fair for you to find somewhere else to be. And he's like, cool, I understand. So I'm actually going to be going to Florida for a couple of weeks. So like, if I could not pay rent for those weeks and then I'll come back wow. and for the last month, I'm like, you don't get to, I don't get to call my landlord and be like, hey, I'm going on vacation. So I'm not paying rent <laughs> while I'm on vacation. Well, it would have been funny if you'd been like, hey, can I sublet the living room to my buddy so <laughs> that I don't have to pay rent? You're like, yeah, hey, it's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> uh, funny, funny. But I was, so then he just moved out the next day. Um, oh shit yeah just got out the next day and you're like, like if this is all it took i would have done this a long time <laughs> but ago. like again that's that i at least have respect for the fact that like he's like i'm not wanted here let me get the fuck yeah, out Yeah, like the other guy that dragged it on Dude, for literally lunch. stayed until the last minute last minute like like no joke he waited till midnight to walk out of the house wow um, so when he left where did he go I don't know. He just like found some place on Craigslist like super fast. And, and, I'm, you, like, you don't and I'm like, you couldn't anymore? have done this for 10 months. Yeah, <laughs> That's crazy. But So here's the funny thing I had to go through and like it really, and I was close with him before like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like really the kicking him out was like the final nail and I'd run into him and we're fine. But the final nail really in our friendship coffin, <laughs> the net about one month later, was when my old roommate, the girl I'd used to live with that I then mm-hmm. lived with again, mm. found the house and we decided to move into the house. So I called him I'm like, hey, actually, do you want my room back? <laughs> I'm moving out and it's available. And did he do it? Yeah, he did. He moved back Aww. into the house, moved back into well, that room. <laughs> and then the other guy that uh, had kind of turned on you too? Yeah, they, they all got fr- to live all... together oh, and wow. in their little harmony. It's like a little Sesame Street in there, uh, all the friends. Wow. <laughs> Do they still all live there? No, oh. uh, they're all gone. That'd be crazy if they were mm-hmm. just like, you know what? Friends for life, <laughs> staying in this house. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And are you from New York? Actually, a funny thing is another comedian oh. ended up taking um, one of the rooms in that house, which I found out like later. We were just talking, and oh, wow. he was like living with one of the roommates that I lived with then. Oh my, <laughs> my god! And place. how did he feel about all of that? He hated them. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, the thing with comedians is like they're gonna hate most people that they live with. Like but you're I, in a good situation. Again, I felt like I was. I felt, it's like funny how like you can feel. I let him live for 10 months and like, and like, I was like, Hey, two months to get out of here. And I'm a monster. Well, maybe you should have been confrontational sooner. Oh, we situation. had plenty of confrontations. I mean, okay. like me kicking him out didn't have to do with us getting along splendidly while yeah. he was in the living room. We you, were so like, you're withholding we were like things. generally not getting along for, mm. for 10 months. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard when you live in like a passive aggressive. The whole house situation. was so, yeah, was so passive aggressive yeah. and unfriendly. Where are you from originally? Florida. Boca oh. Raton. So not like Florida, I forget Florida. That. I always think Boca you're from Raton. New York because I hear you talk about when you lived in New York. Boca Raton is the New York of Florida. It's where all the New Yorkers go to die. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone, everyone. Is that the like big retirement area? Yeah, I yeah, don't know yeah. Florida. That yeah, that's well. the big retirement oh, community. Oh, I thought that was where all the snowbirds go. Oh, I thought that was a different area, like Jupiter or like. I mean, some of them go to Jupiter, but Boca's oh, okay. like the biggest one. Uh. Boca del Vista is, the Seinfeld is like based on where I'm from, the Florida where his parents live. Oh, okay. So are your parents, they were there before they retired? So my parents, <laughs> my parents moved there from New York to be close to my grandparents who uh. retired down there. And my dad's an eye doctor. Let's just get a head start My on dad's an eye doctor, which is like good business. And oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, everybody's blind. So. Oh my gosh. And, and my dad hates the cold, so uh, he wanted to get he wanted to snowbird early. Yeah, yeah. How um, how often do you go visit? Multiple times a year. That's good. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm going even Thanksgiving. Go home that much anymore. I go home at the very least every Thanksgiving, and then probably one or two more times. Wow, that's a lot. I'm from yeah. Oregon, and I'm at the point where I go home like once, maybe twice a year, and I think my parents hate it. I, well, my parents, <laughs> like, hey, my parents just, want me right to come. Here. My parents want me to come. Oh, they want you to come more? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, My parents want me to come way more than I do. Yeah. But then I also see them in Colorado every year because I go to Colorado. Mm. Have you ever lived with your parents as an adult? No, I almost. Oh. I came very close to going home during the pandemic, 
and I'm so glad I didn't. Really? Why? Because yeah, it just wouldn't have been good. Really? Yeah, I don't. Do you think have so. siblings? Yeah, I have a younger brother. He did. He went home. So it could have been like a nice little happy family. No, Parents I don't love think, that. Yeah, I don't think. I just. I think my parents and my brother and I all get along much better not living together. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's kind of how it should be. Like, you um, shouldn't get a, along living together with your parents as adults. Like, like when I was, do, it's when like, I was talking Ooh. about it with them about coming back, my dad, like, sent me a list of rules for going. I was like, yeah, I'm not coming. He's, wait, 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 wait. Your dad sent you a list of rules before you'd even decided if you were going to Yeah, gonna he's like, if that? you're going to come, these are... What were, the, what were the rules? They were actually all very reasonable. I don't remember, but I just, I just like even seeing the list. Wait, like, here's the you thing. don't remember? I don't, I don't. You don't remember any remember, of them? Something about not yelling at them, <laughs> which is very reasonable. So no elder abuse. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Jesus. I don't. You know what I say? Do you it's yell like, at them a lot? Like to the point where they'd have well, to make it a rule? Well, here's what's funny. They they say I do, but I'm just like everyone in the family yells. Yeah. You guys just single me out. While <laughs> oh my gosh! No I, yelling. I had, That's like, I had, so funny. So I feel wait. like I had a really great saying for it one time, like. Uh, um, you're mad at me for my inability to change the way I react to your guys' inability to change. <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds like a millennial child, <laughs> right? It does. Because I mean, I'm just, I'm like, like oh, I'm okay. like, it's like, it's like we're gonna keep annoying you in the mm-hmm. way we annoy you. We just want you to stop being annoyed. Oh, 100%. When we do it, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, well, can't you guys also stop doing the things you know you do no. that make me react? No, 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 no. We just want you to stop They'll the part stop. that we don't like. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had moved home. And agreed to the rules, but then broken a rule. What do you think would have happened? Nothing. Like, do you think they would have threatened to be like, "Hey, you gotta go back"? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to even. I'm still like processing. I'd rather. I'd rather just not live with them and get along really well. (laughs) Of course, but the hypotheticals of like moving in with your parents in your 30s during a global pandemic and there being rules is. I mean, here's the thing. I always say, like, like at the end of the day, the ultimate privilege that I feel like I have. because like, there's lots of talk about privilege and everything, is the idea, is simply the idea that I can fail wildly and be caught. Like, mm. like, like that I can, if everything goes to shit, go back home and like stay there. And like, they'll let me mm. live there and it'll be comfortable. And you wouldn't have to pay rent? Yeah, they probably wouldn't charge me rent. Wow. <laughs> even, I think even my parents would charge me rent. But uh, but 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 that's like the ultimate to me. That's the ultimate privilege is like I haven't failed spectacularly, but I've definitely taken big risks in my life. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's nice to know it's just it makes it easier to take those risks than if you're like many of these comedians who come from like a terrible home with like awful parents. Yeah. But, you know, they wouldn't even let you come back. They say that people who have a lot of privilege or come from money tend to not take as big a risks because they don't understand like they don't have the perspective of what they could lose and when you have nothing to lose you have everything to gain that you'll take a bigger risk so do you think if you didn't have your parents to fall back on you would have taken even bigger risks than I what you feel done. like i've taken every risk i've ever like thought about taking okay i'm pretty i feel i feel like that i've spent yeah. my life savings three times over wait how do you do that how do you spend it three times over do you just earn it back well i used to have a good job um that i wore and i would just like what what was your job can i doing like vfx for like commercials oh wow big movies that is a good job yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you get paid Um, a lot to do that uh yeah and but they own your life yes Um, I've like twice now quit. I've twice now got to a point where I was making really good money and then mm-hmm. immediately quit uh, and then started wow. from scratch again because I get miserable in those jobs. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, it's so hard. But, you know, I saved up a ton and I made, I spent like four years making this web series. And then I saved up a ton again and I made my documentary mm-hmm. that I made. And then I, uh, you know, went to Edinburgh. Edinburgh was a risk. I actually came out ahead financially. 
uh, really? in Edinburgh. But through most, like the ticket sales of your show that you did there, or uh, I lived very far away, so mm-hmm. I paid like I found a place that was the same as my rent in LA. Subleased my room in LA, Smart. so that took care of my rent. Mm-hmm. I did the free fringe where I didn't have to pay for my venue. Mm. Um, I can't charge tickets, but I can ask for donations at the end. Oh, nice! Uh, and then I would bark for or as they call it in Europe, flyering. Mm-hmm. I would flyer for three hours before my show every day. And wow. uh, I sold out everyone I did that for. Wow. And then you probably got donations. On and then I would one. average about 150 pounds in donations at the end of each show. That's pretty good. Which is like 200 bucks. Yeah. I mean, even if you just make the money back on your flight. And I use miles for my flights. Ah, okay. So that's how you come out ahead. Yeah. It wasn't like you're making so much money that you're like, yeah. No, but I, my... did, but I did well. Yeah, I, yeah. I know people that went and like performed to three people a day. I performed oh, uh, sure. close to 50 every day. That's awesome. Very cool. Did you get a lot of connections coming out of that? or uh, Some. I have like a guy that wants to like book me uh, through Thailand. Uh um next year so that's I'm trying cool. to go on this <laughs> i mean a lot of people free thailand like the comedy thailand tour. bali thing is, mm-hmm. is kind of a thing so you did your your podcast show right over there or did you do a stand-up show wasn't it your podcast uh, i call so i really did not want to call my show the jew rogan experience mm. because it's the name of my podcast right but a friend of mine who had been goes josh you have to call it that. You're an idiot if you don't. And Just he, because of the association, like if they run across it, they'll be like, oh. I." Like he was that. right. I had so many people come because they saw the name of the show in the flyer and they're like, mm. we have to see this. Mm. Like the name makes a big, people are trying to decide what show to go to. Mm-hmm. So if you can have anything that gives your show an edge mm-hmm. over somebody else's, they'll pick it. Mm-hmm. Um, people loved the name of my show mm. and it really helped get a lot of people in. That's awesome. That's so it was cool. the right choice. And it was stand up. Yeah, it was my hour. Oh, was your, oh, okay. So you were just run, did you have like an opener and a host, nope. or you just did? I just you just came went, out up and cold went up and cold and did your and hour. Did my hour. Wow. I had like an intro that like that like set them up into it, and then yeah. a, a closer that that closed it out. That's awesome. And how many weeks were you there? Uh, full month of August. And how many times did you do the show? So it was supposed to be 23. Um, I definitely got COVID at one point and oh, yeah, was like right. horribly sick in bed for four days. So oh I ended up doing 19 and I sold wow. it out 17. So you ran your hour 19 times. 19 That's times awesome. and sold it out 17. That's Actually, awesome. the, the um, two times I didn't sell it out. Mm-hmm. I uh, just did crowd work for the full hour because I was sick of doing the show. Oh, that's not, <laughs> that's not a bad. No, it was great. I had all. so much fun. Those were like two of the most. And fun then were shows. most of the people in the audience British or English? Yeah, or most of them were from the UK. The majority. And what? But there were a lot of Americans and a lot of like other Europeans. In terms of the humor, was there anything that? didn't land where you're like this is definitely gonna work and then it didn't land because you're in like another country i adapted things to make sense make sense for them um as much as i could if i felt like there was something uh that was very u.s centered but like i do have a couple of jokes that aren't even political but like make reference Mm -hmm. to like american politics Mm -hmm. and they got it but it didn't like hit as hard as it hits here Mm. like pretty much probably the two jokes that hit the hardest of mine in america got more lukewarm there Mm, um one of them's like about cats being democrats and dogs being republicans (laughs) and then i have a joke about feeling like a republican when it comes to my hair um okay i don't think i've heard either of um, those but but uh yeah they they're like huge crushers here that that did okay there yeah well i think that's because they, they it, got it, but they were like, what it not, comes like down to, though, is it. that right now everybody thinks that we just live in a country full of stupid people. And so oh. when you try to do stuff that's smart, oh, they're it's, like, eh. it's interesting. It was very interesting to get their perspective. They just really think of us as like crazy right now. Oh, yeah. Because last time I was in Europe was when Obama was president. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember people being like, thank God. Oh, oh, yeah. Thank God you got rid of like, oh, like America. They were like so welcoming. And this last time, I'm like, man. What's like over there? <laughs> well, they're, yeah, because they're not sure. All they hear about are fat people, school shootings, and Trump. Yep, that's three really bad. Like it's real embarrassing. Three real embarrassing are bad. Qual- mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, well, we only have a few minutes left, but I have one burning question for you, yeah. and I want your opinion and your hot take on this because it's going to come out. Uh, do you think 
yes or no and why do you think Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will become <laughs> roommates at some point? Oh, that they'll live together? Yeah. Do you um, think it'll get that far? Because I don't know that Taylor's really been living with anybody uh, that she's dated. Has she? Um, I, uh, well, okay, I can't say that. Um, I'll tell what? you what I can't say afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I think... How long do you think it takes people to move in together when they're like? Well, I think when you're celebrity, I don't know if they'll ever like. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever like only have one place together. I mean, she's worth seven hundred million dollars. No, 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 not that they would only have one place, but like, will they, like, will they make it far enough into a relationship where? I'm not. I I I have this. It feels like too fresh to like really know that. It feels fresh, but I have this hunch that. And if I put this online, people are going to come for me. But I think that Taylor Swift, everybody she's ever dated has been like a media thing and that she is not interesting enough on her own. Like her music's fine. That's good. She's been always been popular. She's always been like an artist and she's a great songwriter. But I think as a person, I don't think she's interesting enough to stay relevant. So she's had to date people to maintain relevancy. And that's how she... Who are the other people you think she's dated for relevancy? Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, right. John Mayer. What, didn't she date John Mayer? I don't know. The last guy she dated. And then who is it? Thomas... Oh my God! I don't remember okay, all her boyfriends. So, but so everybody here's that the, she's here's dated, how out of touch I am. I, I don't even know. No, here everybody. <laughs> she's. Oh my God! Hang on. Let's look, and then we have to wrap this up. But Taylor Swift's ex. She's dated everybody. But I, so what I think is. I don't think she needs. I, I, I. Harry Styles, Joe Jonas, Taylor Lautner, Jake Gyllenhaal, John Mayer, Calvin Harris, Joe Alwyn. I think that was the most recent guy. Tom Hiddleston, Lucas Till, Tim McGraw. I don't think she dated Tim McGraw. I don't know about a couple of these, but she's always dated people who are very, very relevant at the time that she dates them. And I think it's because she's boring. Like, she's just a nice girl. She's like a girl next door. You know, she has some charisma, but, but I think the not level, like a I think, ton. I don't know. I'll tell you this. I don't think that's necessarily true that she needs to do this to stay relevant. Because when I was at, I was, I was at a sports bar watching the Dolphins game and, uh, all of a sudden, all the women in the sports bar started screaming. And I was like, what's happening? And just Taylor Swift was on the screen at the Kansas City game. Yeah, but that's because everything that's she's done up until she's this like the point Beatles. has kept her relevant. Yeah, yes. I think she's I'm reached, not saying just I think she's, dating, I think but she's that's a reached, big... I think she's reached the point now where she's like bigger than that. Did you see that Travis Kelsey's jersey sales went up 400%? I think Travis Kelsey, Kelsey might be uh... Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but but Taylor it's Swift true is move on his part. Taylor Swift's also going to boost women's interest yeah, in football. I would I would date Taylor Swift. Like, who wouldn't? I would <laughs> if Taylor if if it helped my career, I would date Taylor Swift. Like it would but Show I just tickets think, have skyrocketed 40%. Yeah, yeah you, you're like, every show sells out now. Um, no, I no, just, they're just 40%. I just think that there's a, I think there's a bigger plan behind mm-hmm. some of what she does because... Sure. I mean, definitely. Uh, but she also was dating... Wasn't she dating that guy who was like, uh, like, like they were saying was like a neo-Nazi and stuff like right isn't before? is Joe Allen? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know which guy it was, but... Uh, yeah. And so, but I, my point is, I think that she, at least she does something. has really sold her image without selling her soul. Because I think that there, it, the reason that people do really end up liking her is she is kind of just herself. But I think if you watch her documentary, especially like she's a little boring, <laughs> like, the documentary is cool because you kind of see that she is boring. It's not like some of these other documentaries where you watch Lady Gaga and you're like, Whoa. Love Lady like, Gaga. Like I do too, but like you're just like, whoa, like she's eccentric. Like Taylor Swift is not eccentric at all. I think that's why people that I think that's that is why people like her because Yeah, but they, you run the risk of her falling off the face of the earth because she's too boring. I don't think she so, I don't think she runs the but risk. But you ha- you're not seeing the full media picture. Maybe, maybe like, I'm sure I've worked in marketing for a look, long I'm, time. I'm There's sure she's she's clearly a shrewd on. operator. She yeah. she brought three hundred million dollars or something to Los Angeles with her concerts. That's crazy. She's a shrewd operator. So you don't think they'll end up living together? I, again, I don't even know what that means at their level of wealth. 
Because, <laughs> like, I feel like saying living together means you get rid of your apartment and move into their okay, apartment. Okay. All right, different question. How long do you think Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's relationship will last? Let's go six months. Six months. Okay, I'm going to give it a year. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a year. We'll get to opening. Give her, she's opening better, she's better than a Kardashian. Football next year. She at least does something. Yeah. We'll at least see. there's like talent. Well, let's see it. in 20 years where everybody's at, and then we'll. People love her music. What do they? They love the Kardashians reality show. I mean, I do. That's the only thing I like about the Kardashians <laughs> is the show. I'm like, you don't have to do all this other stuff. A good but trashy show. On that note, we're gonna wrap this up. Tell everybody into that camera where they can find you on the internet. You can find me uh, at the Edelmeister, although I might be trying to change that soon, uh, on all platforms, uh, as well as joshedelmancomedy.com. You can watch my documentary, Mentally Al, currently streaming for free on Tubi. You can watch Best Friends web series on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to my podcast, The Jew Rogaine Experience, anywhere podcasts are listened to. Uh, that's all I think. And nobody can watch your hour yet, but they will be no, able and to then soon. Hopefully I'll be recording my hour in December and put that out somewhere before February. And will you be recording it in LA? It's my plan. Okay. So if you're in LA, you want to So if you're in LA and you laugh, come yeah. to my show. <laughs> if you don't laugh, don't, <laughs> I don't want come. anyone. I don't want anyone coming to like bitterly watch how yeah. I do. On that note, I probably won't be there because I'm a horrible audience yeah, member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come. Don't <laughs> no, come. No, I'll come. I'll come and stand <laughs> backstage. Uh, but you can find Room for Rent Podcast at Room for Rent Pod on all the platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and beyond. You can find me at Maria Bruguer, B-R-U-G-G-E-R-E, on all those same platforms. And then my YouTube, where the podcast lives, uh, is Maria Bruguer, as well as Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. So tune in, share, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff, and we'll see you next time. Bye.